where in their life did they miss a critical part of development, growth and development, to think that was their best option. So the benefit of the benefit for me in this work is to prevent girls from making life decisions like that, that could then potentially change their life forever. You're listening to What's the Lesson, a podcast where we shift your WTF moments into WTL moments and learn together how to transform your life and relationships through social-emotional learning. We're your hosts, Jill and Mary, social-emotional learning experts and the co-founders of Girls Mentorship, a personal growth and development company for teen and tween girls. In each episode, we'll explore the five competencies of SEL, self-awareness, self-management, social awareness, relationship skills, and responsible decision-making and share practical tips, stories, and strategies for building these skills in ourselves and others. Whether you're a parent, educator, or just looking to improve your own social-emotional well-being, this podcast is for you. Join us as we navigate the exciting and sometimes challenging world of SEL and discover the power that emotional intelligence has to transform our lives and communities. Welcome back to the show, everyone. What's the lesson? It's your dynamic duo. It's your cheerleaders. It's Jill and Mary. It's a plane. It's, a <laughs> it's Jill and Mary. Have we told you guys what to actually refer to us oh, as? Maybe. I don't think we have. Not on the not show. On, not on the podcast. Not on the podcast. Um, we're together a lot. Um, we have one of the girls that we work with outside of the podcast lives close to Jill and she always sees my car at Jill's and she thinks that we live together. That's how much we're together. But when we're together, people call me Jill and people call Jill Mary. So we've given them an easy out, just efficiency at its finest. So if you don't want to refer to us as our God-given names, then you can mesh those names together, kind of like we're a celebrity couple. Um <laughs> You can call us Mill or Jerry. Jerry with a J. <laughs> whatever one, like Tom and Jerry, but just Jerry. No yeah. Tom. Um, whatever one suits your fancy, because I feel like it happens on a daily basis it does. anyway. So we might as well just go along with it. Yeah. We're like, okay, everyone asks if we're sisters, and we say no, but they're like, what What are your names? We're like, Mill and Jerry. It's been, it's been a funny joke. It has been a funny joke. So we're giving... We're gifting that to you as well. If you'd like to refer to us as that, please um, feel free. And now that the bit, we always, we also say that we wish that there's cameras recording us at all times because we do funny stuff all the time. We laugh a lot, but we like to say we're basically in some type of sitcom, like a Seinfeld at all moments of our day. And we need more people to be brought into our bit. So thanks for sticking with us just now because it was part of our bit. It was part of the bit. And I know a lot of you probably feel like that, like your friendship group is is funny and they it needs to be documented and we'll challenge you to document more of it because we're going to challenge ourselves to do that as well. But <laughs> if you know anything about either one of us or you've been here for any length of time, you know that one of our core values and one of the pillars that our business stands on is humor and laughter. Um, for me, I have to cry laughing once a day. 
there has to be something so funny that it makes me cry because I'm laughing so hard once a day for my day to feel complete. And I'll give us credit where credit is due. Not every day is fun and games. Not every day is full of laughter. But we do a really good job of checking that off the to-do list on a daily basis. 100%. I can't think of a better way to run a company. I agree. And it's like, if anything from this podcast, let this be a reminder to you that relationships should be light and fun and how can you in your work not get so tied down to the to-dos but you can have fun while doing it so finding joy in the mundane is the first lesson that we can probably talk about today but that's besides what we want to actually be talking about it's just a reminder that fun can be incorporated in everything that we do. And sometimes we adult too hard that we we lose sight of that. We adult too hard. Seriously, we tell our girls that all the time. You think you want to be an adult, but paying a mortgage isn't really that fun. But how can it be fun? How can you turn it around for it to be fun? Um, so, right, caveat. Besides the point, off the beaten path, what actually did we want to talk about today? We are social emotional learning experts. We love saying that because social emotional learning is such an integral part of growth and development and leading from a place of empathy and compassion and understanding other people's needs as well as your own. And it's very buzzworthy. Social emotional learning, you can see me quote unquote. Well, we've been challenged by our business coach to Um, go a little bit deeper. So the visual I want you to have here is that of an onion, right? You've got that first layer and we're covering that first layer. Hi, we're Jill and Mary or Jerry and Mill. um, (laughs) And we are social emotional learning experts. Boom, that first layer of the onion. Then we go on to give you like the The elevator clinical, yeah, the clinical definition of social emotional learning, right? It's skills that adults and young people can use to better their relationships, better themselves, the understanding portion, basically what I just said. And then the elevator pitch. I'd say that that's the next layer of this onion where we use social emotional learning as a framework to help girls show up as their best, brightest, and most confident versions of themselves. And that's not only stops at girls, like it's it's everyone. It's young people and adults. We use social emotional learning to better everyone in our circle. That's so fluffy. It's so fluffy. No, it's so fluffy. And we got called out, which is beautiful because we needed to get to the point in our business for us to say we have built something we're so proud of. And we're constantly in the work of growing and changing and evolving. And it's the coolest part of our job to also bring it back to platforms like our podcast and on Instagram and TikTok and where we show up online to say that we also can pivot and we can learn from what we've done in order to continue to grow and move forward in a new direction. So what do I mean by this? So when Mary just said that a lot of the messaging that we've been putting out there is fluff. It's like, gosh, don't you want every girl to feel their best, brightest, and and most confident self? Absolutely. Yes, I want to sign my daughter up for those programs. But what we're missing is the layering piece. So if we were to peel back the onion two to three layers deeper to then ask the question, if we were to 
flip it on its head to say, if girls didn't practice these skills, what would their life look like? Well, and that's where our personal experience gets to come in because I got to really dive into this question with our business coach. And it was a large part of my story as to why this work is so important to me. And I know that it's important to Jill as well, but we come from two totally different backgrounds, which we've talked about. But I automatically went to the fact that I worked at a strip club for five years going on six. So there was like a career strip club waitress in me. But why did I end up there? So we have to go back and and see what actions I took or what missteps I took or if I didn't think of the consequences of this action, why I ended up there. And that's very true. So I got a DUI. I got a really, really go big or go home. I did both um, DUI. <laughs> and I was thousands upon thousands of thousands of dollars in debt. And my thought process was, I need to make money quickly. And one of the best places I knew how or where to possibly get that done was at a strip club. And lo and behold, that fit the bill. But what I got to see in my time working there was hundreds of girls coming in. And the the ages ranged from, you know, underage, probably 16, trying to get in. They couldn't do it until they were 18 for obvious reasons to, you know, 70 years old. And you might be thinking, what? 70? Yes, it happens. It happens every single day. But my focus in this episode is based on the 18-year-olds. Where in their life did they miss a critical part of development, growth and development, to think that was their best option. So the benefit of the benefit for me in this work is to prevent girls from making life decisions like that, that could then potentially change their life forever. I feel like I'm lucky enough that I invested a lot of time and money and energy, yes, the money I made while working there, into personal growth and development so I could dig my way out of the hole that I dug for myself. But not everyone is so lucky or so aware to know that they need to hone in on those tools. And for me, what when we were really unpacking this conversation, there were more light bulbs going off in both of our minds. For me... I did have a great childhood, but where life took a hard turn was when my parents got a divorce at 18. And that taught me that if my dad and my mom could break up, then no one, no one can love me. Or I shouldn't say it that way. I should say that it would be easy for someone else to to leave me. That was the story that I made up and I, I sabotaged all relationships. And I didn't give anybody a chance because I was hardened. I I didn't put myself out there. I honestly turned a blind eye and basically said the person that I was interested in, it was his fault. It was never my fault when realistically the mirror, I, did, I just didn't want to look in the mirror. So my lack of skills came from other people telling me who I had to be or who I got to be versus me knowing my worth and knowing the skills to change that narrative. I didn't want to live life for other people, but I started to become a chameleon. And well, I'm just gonna be whoever everybody wants me to be. And this work, if I would have known, or if I would have had these conversations sooner, it would have saved me so much time, 
heartache, money, energy, tears, you name it. it. The list goes on and on and on and on. So the benefit of the benefit, SEL is great. Social emotional learning is great because like Jill said, when she opened up the show, you want your girls to be their best, brightest, and most confident self. But what we're really saying in that is you want them to avoid pitfalls at all costs. You don't want them to move back in with you when they're 35 years old because they didn't have the confidence to go after the job and are now in the job seeking pool, right? You don't want your daughters to lose an opportunity to advance in her career because she didn't have the confidence to speak up for what she knew she was capable of doing, right? So we're, we're looking at this in a terms, and I wrote something down. It says, a lack of self-confidence can have several negative repercussions, things that include missed opportunities. So when you lack self-confidence, you may not take advantage of opportunities that come your way. You may be too afraid of failure or rejection, which can hold you back from pursuing your goals or trying new things. You're going to limit your success. If you don't believe in yourself, it's hard for others to believe in you too. This can limit your success in personal and professional circumstances. It can have a negative impact on your mental health. Low self-confidence can contribute to feelings of anxiety, depression, and stress, which is something we're seeing hugely in the oh teen girl population. Right like now. bold, underline that one. It can also lead to negative self-talk and self-doubt, which can further erode your confidence. It goes on and on and on. You can have difficulty in social situations. Lacking confidence, you may struggle in social situations, finding it difficult to make friends, speak up. This can lead, lead to feelings of isolation and loneliness and inability to make decisions. You name it, you can draw it out. You can literally put it on a graph and say a lack of this skill, this skill, and this skill will cause this, this, and this down the road. And we're not just saying it to get your buy-in as far as how important these skills are. We're saying it because we know very personally how important these skills are, what a lack of these skills has done to us in our life to put us further and further behind the eight ball. And when we've been, I mean, because we're untangling this to like really get clear on what it is we do. And we really, we were playing around with words and we threw out the word transformation. And then we we were like, well, if we actually looked at the definition, that's that's really not what we do. Like we're not we're not asking people to come into the church of Jill and Mary and to be saved by the two of us to live a transformed life as much as we think we're doing that. Well, because what is transformation? It's an instant change. It's a change in the moment. So people buy products because they want transformation. I don't know why the first thing that came to mind was toilet paper. <laughs> people buy toilet paper for a transformation. And I guess they do. One ply to three ply is a hell of a difference in terms of how that feels. But people seek transformation in what they're buying. So do we provide instant transformation? No. The work we do provides transformation over a lifetime. But selling that is really difficult. Yeah. It takes work. It takes consistency. It takes perseverance. That's a hard sale. So all of those things that she just listed, we were like, okay, we're like, we're, we, we are helping, we are helping girls. We are helping boys. We are helping people. We're reshaping them. So we're refining, we're reshaping, we're reshaping how they communicate, number one, with themselves, but then number two, with others. So I want you to think about, well, I don't, 
I'll I'll tie this back around in just a second. Parents come to us because they they feel a disconnect from themselves to their daughter. There's something there's something that's getting in the way that isn't allowing them to communicate. That's probably one of our top five complaints when parents come to us. So wouldn't it be cool if your daughter were to be in conversations that we have around social emotional learning, that it strengthens her voice so that she knows more of who she is and she has the skills to communicate what she needs to you. Because at the end of the day, that's what parents want. Parents want a relationship with their kids. And I I, I want to kind of bust the myth around like when kids go through the awkward adolescent phase or teenage phase that, you know, well, we don't just like we don't talk anymore because they're a teen. And it's like, well, y- yes and no. It's effort. It's work. It's making sure that your son or your daughter has the skills to communicate so that you feel connected to them. Right. And of course, there's going to be the times where they're not going to want to talk because they don't have the words to verbalize it or the skills to do so. But these skills, these social emotional learning skills will help them get through those moments or those inabilities where they're, they feel incapable of doing so or their hands are tied a lot of it can be tied back to the fact that their brain is developing and their body's growing at a rapid pace and they don't know what to say or do because their hormones are raging all over the place and their emotions are everywhere. Give them space there. Try to remember how you felt it at that point in time. But what we're saying is the benefit of the benefit of social emotional learning is you'll be able to have easier conversations with your kids. You'll be ha- you'll be able to have an easier time with conflict resolution with your kids during what we've dubbed as these awkward years that you're just going to have to, you know, grin and bear it, right? You're just going to have to deal with the fact that your kid's going to be an angry monster that wants to slam their bedroom door in your face. That's not true. I think back to 16-year-old Mary and how much pent-up aggression and rage I had just based on a lot of things, nurture versus nature. And if I would have had the skills that we teach girls now how to communicate effectively, holy moly, so many of the disagreements and fights and, I mean, quite frankly, blow-ups that I had with my mom probably wouldn't have existed. They wouldn't have come to that point. And I think back on those times of how much these skills would have saved so much time and energy and tears and frustration, and that's the benefit of the benefit. Because maybe today I don't have a great relationship with my mom because of what transpired when I was 16, 17. Thankfully, that's not the case. We've worked through our our discrepancies and our differences, but you can play it out that far. There are people that don't have relationships with family members based on a lack of these skills, a lack of self-awareness, a lack of self-confidence. And I think for me personally, knowing what I know now, it's worth it over and over and over again to invest in the development of these skills as early as possible and as often as possible. I mean, that was a mic drop moment for me. I just, my my hope in this episode is that parents don't look at what we do as cute. It's cute because we've messaged it like, hey, you know, grow in your confidence and live out your, your goals and your dreams. But it's so much more than that. That's what we want to project. That's what we want you to walk away with is that there are incredible benefits to 
being a part of these conversations, number one for yourself, and then number two to have your daughter learn the skills as well so that there's a common language in your house. Because when the language isn't there, that's when the conflict happens. And then you don't know how to resolve it in a healthy way. And that's when blowups happen and fights break out. And then we ignore and then we shove the feelings down and we have to move on because life happens. So knowing the benefits far deeper than growing confidence um, or building your resiliency, like that's the result. And we want you to start thinking about life skills and social skills as a necessity and how it's going to strengthen your relationship because that's all we want as parents. And you have to practice, you have to start practicing it today in order to see the benefits in the future. It can still be cute, but it is imperative. Yeah, it's not it's it's not optional. It should be mandatory. It really should. And we hear that through and through and through with the work that we do, the people we come in contact with, the organizations we're connected with. It's like, why don't these classes exist in high schools, in middle schools, in elementary schools? And we agree. We might have to turn into lobbyists at some point to really lobby for the fact that these skills should be seen as just as important as math, science, history, biology, all of the classes that are in schools right now. This is just as important, really. These skills, the ability to do all of those other things don't exist without these skills. So I think that's a wrap. The that's benefit wrap. of the benefit. Now you know it's it's more than just the surface layer, SEL, it's amazing that we do this work. We're so happy we stumbled upon this in our lifetime. And we're happy to be, you know, um, delegators and facilitators of of the skills. But it's, it's more than just the title. It's so much deeper than that. So that's what I'd tell my younger self. Learn emotionally more than you have to learn anything else in your life. Nothing else matters until you understand these skills. Yeah. And what I would tell my younger self is you don't have to make everyone happy. And you have to learn how to do that before. You have to learn who you are first before you make anybody else happy. And unfortunately, I had to learn it the opposite way. So that's why this matters. And that's why we do this work. So you guys, thanks for tuning in. Period done. <laughs> thanks for tuning in. <laughs> Do it again next week. Same time, same place. We'll see you on the flip side. Thanks for being a part of this journey with us. Until next time. Bye, everyone. We say this every time, but wow, what a powerful episode. These conversations always leave us feeling so fired up and inspired. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in with us. If you felt as inspired by listening to this conversation as we did having it, we would be ecstatic if you'd advocate for us in one of the following ways. By sharing this episode with a friend or tagging us on your social media, by heading over to iTunes and leaving us a rating and an honest review, or by following us on social media. This community is full of movers and shakers. We've linked our Instagram account as well as our exclusive community on Geneva for girls and parents in the show notes. 
This is a place where we exchange ideas, post questions, and provide support to each other. Until next time, you guys, remember, being able to shift our WTF moments and finding the lesson instead saves us time and mental energy. And this bomb-ass episode was sponsored by Girls Mentorship.